0: Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 281 of our podcast. BCU family, I have spoken about this Ooh, probably about five, six years ago, and it's coming back around again. So listen, go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with and settle on in. Blend Courages You is coming to you with redeeming your time. That's what's coming up next. everyone. We are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I'd love to take a few moments to establish protocol. Whether you are a longtime listener or a first-time listener, we are so elated and we give God praise for you choosing blendcouragesyou.com as a source to get your encouragement through the word of God. And if you have not already done so, I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent. How do you do that? Well, let's start with where are you listening from today? Are you on the BlendCouragesYou.com site? Perhaps you're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podfriend, Podcast Guru, Player FM, Overcast. There are a myriad of different platforms where blendcouragesyou.com can be accessed. So whatever that platform is, wherever that is, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And guess what? That gets you in as a part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from blendcouragesyou.com here with your podcast on the go. So when it comes to redeeming our time or to enjoy the present time, I actually did a podcast on this uh, quite some time ago, and the Lord led me as I was thinking about what to talk to you all about to, to just revisit this subject because it's something that I noticed that I need to make sure I'm paying attention in, and I wanted to share that with all of you. Let me give you all a little background. So in our household as youngsters, my brothers and I, with my parents, my parents, as many parents did, have a, had a certain set of rules that we were to abide by. Now, most of you all know that I didn't always abide by those rules. <laughs> Nonetheless, we thank God for them. And also part of our household was that there were certain privileges that were extended to my parents alone. So perhaps, let's just say for an example that my mom brought home a couple of different desserts from, I don't know, some bakery. There were maybe two of those desserts that were for my dad and my mom and the others were for my brother so maybe my mom brought some special pastry or something and then brought us donuts just as an example so of course as we go to get ready to to dig into the dessert my mom would say "Uh ah that's for your father and i You know, these over here are for you. And, you know, it's something about our Adamic nature. (laughs) And I'm talking about Adam, where we want what, you know, someone tells us that we can't have. And, of course, we're like, well, you know, I want to taste that or I want a piece of that. And my mom would say to us, when you get to grow up, you can buy whatever dessert and have whatever you want to. And that put us in the mind of, okay, when I grow up, I can do what it is that I want to, and that's what she would say to us, and that gave us hope that at some point in our lives, we were going to be able to just do what it is that we felt like doing, now, because of that mindset, and you know, that that put some anticipation in our hearts, right, so we started to count down some of the milestone types of things, and not just with Dessert BCU fam, there were a lot of things in our childhood we, for many of us, we counted down when we were able to um, drive. We counted down when we were able to go out, to date, all of those kinds of things. They had some some time attached to them. And for many of us, or at least myself, I should probably speak for, it was the I can't wait to get to this stage so that I can do. Now, I will say, my dad said to me, More On more than one occasion, you know, slow down and enjoy your childhood. Don't rush to get to be an adult. And I have to tell you all, I did not want to hear it. (laughs) I appreciated my dad. I just couldn't wait to get to the next milestone. Now, what I did not realize, and of course my dad and his wisdom did, is that adulting, as a verb, is not always as fun-filled and as I would say, free as we thought it would be, right? I know I have some witnesses, and I say that jokingly uh, to people sometimes. I'll say, yep, you know, we couldn't wait to grow up. We didn't realize that there was more responsibility and things that we needed to take care of. All right, so we're here now, and we thank God for being here and being able to do what it is that we do. And for many of us, we do a lot of juggling. And I can tell you, BCU fam, just in my own life, that the juggling is real. So I am blessed to have a wonderful full-time job where the Lord just married up my gifts along with some talents where I teach pretty much full-time, not pretty much, but I teach full-time. I also have BCU, which is a ministry that is essentially full-time with what needs to be done here because I'm teaching live and doing podcasts and blog posts and all kinds of things with God's help to make sure that the people of God are encouraged. I am married now, almost three years. So uh, that is a ministry in and of itself. And with that comes responsibility to make sure that my spouse is taken care of. And then because my husband is a pastor, we have a congregation that we need to be sure is fed properly. He's feeding the flock and I am the helper. So there is that part of things along with ministering outside of the building because we want to be sure that we're not just... Uh, talking to people who we are acquainted with, we want to make sure that others are ministered to as the Lord would lead us to. So there's that part of things. And then BCU fam, in between all of that, there are the things that we have to take care of in terms of making sure that chores are done, that bills are paid, That uh, food is cooked. That the house is taken care of. We want to be sure that we are tending to our family and our friends, and then at some point in time, in there, we need to be sure that we're getting some rest and relaxation. So there's a lot that's happening for many of us. Some of us are taking care of uh, aging parents. Some of us have small children. Uh, Some of us have adult children where we're still trying to help them. So there's a lot that's happening, and that's why we need Jesus to help us to keep all of this together. So. Uh, with that BCU fam, with everything that goes on, I have to say that I enjoy when I do have some downtime. Now, with the downtime, sometimes um, we need to travel because, you know, to visit family and whatnot. And I definitely enjoy that. Definitely enjoy that. I also enjoy those days, you know, those in between, maybe a a Friday off or a Monday off, having an extended weekend. I enjoy what I call my slow hurry days. Now for me, a slow hurry day means that I have an entire day where I am not punching any clocks for anyone at all. (laughs) I am able to get up when I want to, which is usually very early anyway. I do not have any pressing appointments. I don't have anything that is time-bound. I can move when I want to. If I want to watch a little old-school classic television, I will binge-watch a few old shows and maybe have uh, some breakfast and maybe I'll go and get a smoothie or maybe I'll just lay back. Maybe I'll go into a store and look around, you know, all of those kinds of things. And I don't have anything on the agenda. I love those days where I can just read. Maybe I just want to go to the park, whatever it is where I can enjoy without having to uh, do a lot of anything. Now, I will confess to you all that I have not had as many slow hurry days as I would like. And when they do come, um I am, I'm, I'm so excited when I know that they're on the way. Now, I say that because many times, when I don't see any slow hurry days on the horizon, I'll start to lament about it. (laughs) And oh my goodness, you know, I don't have anything on the schedule. Uh, I I need a a down day and I can't wait for the next one. And while there's nothing wrong with that in and of itself, the Lord had to check me on that and, and let me explain why. We have a habit sometimes, BCU family, of... Saying anticipation-filled phrases like, I can't wait, or I'm looking forward to, or I'll be glad when this day is over, or is it Monday already? Or, you know, "I I wish that Wednesday would hurry up and get here. All those kinds of things. We say it with dread. We say it with disdain. We wish our days away, similar to like when we were children. We sometimes complain about the time that we have to spend at work. We complain about the time that we spend going to and from work. We fuss about getting chores done. We fuss about having to go to the market, having to clean up. We fuss about maybe the little children that are running around. We complain about the spouse. We complain even sometimes about when it's time to go and give God his time. Well, you know, I should pray, but I'm tired. I I really want to talk to the Lord or read my word, but, you know, I have so many other things to do. Sometimes we complain about the service that we're in. Sometimes we're complaining about the message being too long or, you know, too many people speaking or why is it that we have to have this second fellowship service or whatever the case may be. And what I'm talking about, BCU fam, with the Lord checking me is is that what if we did things differently? What if we were intentional about truly Rejoicing in the day that the Lord has made, according to what Psalm 118 and 24 says. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So why wouldn't we be glad about all of the days, including Monday? We want to rejoice in those days. What if instead of complaining about our jobs and wishing the day away that we paid attention to the people that we work with and look for an opportunity to bless them, to encourage them, or to witness to them even if it's just demonstrated through our attitudes and our actions. Now, BCU family, I know that we were not hired to preach the word of God, to teach the word of God, or to uh, convert souls to Christianity, lead souls to Jesus. I know that that's not part of our job description for most of us. What we can do is we can witness to people and be a blessing to them and encourage them by walking out Matthew 5 and 16, which says, let your light so shine before men That they may see your good works, how it is we conduct ourselves and glorify your Father which is in heaven. When people see that we're different, when they see that we're not complaining about what we're doing and how we carry ourselves as people of God, that's a witness. And the Lord will open a door for you to speak to them specifically as he allows. What if, BCU fam? rather than complain about the job that we prayed for and that god bless us with we take all of the tasks including those monday meetings the cleanup the administrative part of things all the the hard time that we have with customers and clients the less glamorous parts of the job that have to be done why don't we take all of those Along with the tasks that we enjoy doing, keeping in mind Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 through 24, that says, And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ. So we really serve God when we are on our jobs. And when we're doing anything, it's service to God. So if we thought about it that way, VCU fam, what if we did? We wouldn't necessarily fritter away or complain about the time. What if, VCU fam, rather than waste the time complaining, we practice being content? even for the things that are not where we want them to be at the moment. So, let's just say that you have a spouse and there's a there's a hard season right this minute. This is a spouse that you asked the Lord for. Give God praise for your spouse. Pray for the spouse. The children that we desperately wanted to have in our lives. Why don't we give God praise? and be content with the children they can be very difficult to raise trust me (laughs) i have some experience on that quite a bit bcu fam and it's not always easy to be thankful and to give god praise and to be content what if we learn to be content what if you are waiting for a spouse if you are waiting for children you're looking for that What if we learned how to be content in the state that we're in and give God praise? What if we're struggling to pay our bills? I know something about that, BCU fam. You know what? Let's be content even in the struggle and give God praise. We can ask and the Lord will help us through it. Let's give God praise. What if we have the money to pay the bill? We don't necessarily want to. It's like, man, I've got this big bill I don't want to pay. Let's give God praise and give him thanks for it. And it's important that we learn to live in a state of contentment. Philippians chapter 4, verse number 11, reminds us, Paul says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. So it's not that we don't want the Lord to bless us with more and with better, and it's not that the Lord won't while we are where we are rather than complaining or saying i can't wait until let's learn to be content what if bcu fam we prepared our hearts our minds and our bodies for the services that we attend and going to our places of worship what if we went in anticipation looking for the lord to bless to heal to deliver to save, and to set free in a mighty way. What if we arrived to these services, whether we are online or whether we are actually in person? What if we arrived rested, have already had something to eat, so our minds and our bodies are in tune and we can pay attention and not necessarily uh, be focused on being hungry? What if we arrived prayed up? and ready to see what we can do to be a blessing and really being excited and anticipating what God has for us. Psalm 133 and one reminds us, behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. What if, BCU fam, we prayed fervently Lord, I thank you. What if we prayed fervently and rather than just kind of praying halfway and sarcastically, you know, that the spirit of the Lord would rest on the hearts of the people when we're in service or when we're ministering so much so that people will be touched by the spirit of God and will be different when they leave our presence, when they leave the service, when they leave where we're ministering at what if rather than complain about the time that we are in service, that we rejoice in the fact that people are being blessed. And the scripture that comes to mind for me here is James chapter five, verse number 16, that says, in part that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So if we spent some time in fervent prayer, then our hearts and minds would be not so much looking at, I can't wait for this to be over so that I can get to the next thing. You know, BCU fam, whether or not we realize it, our days are numbered. And we don't like to think that way. I know I don't. We do have to keep in mind that we are only here on this earth for a certain amount of time. Psalm 90 and 10 says that Moses reminds us that the we are the days of our years are three score and ten. And by reason of strength, they be four score years. So um, if we three score is 60 and if we add another 10 years, it's 70 and four score is 80. So, of course, you know, some live a longer time than that and some live a shorter time than that. That's all part of God's plan and we don't uh, get involved in all of that. And we don't know when our last day is here on this earth, but what we can do with the help of the Lord while we're living for him is to enjoy our time to the fullest. And rather than wasting time complaining to be very present and to be intentional about enjoying whatever it is that we're doing, even if it's not something that we particularly enjoy, amen? Again, we want to enjoy what it is we're doing, even if it's something that we don't particularly enjoy, because it's all part of what God would have us to do. Ecclesiastes 5 and 18 reminds us, it is good and comely for one to eat and to drink and to enjoy the good of labor that he takes under the sun all the days of his life, which God gives For it is his portion. And with all of that, BCU fam, everything that we have to do, uh, we should strive with God's grace to enjoy it, to enjoy our time here. So I have to say to you all that I really have to be intentional about not rushing through my days and wishing my time away. Uh, What I find is, is that if I really commit my time to the Lord, Um, I can be blessed in the process even when there are chores and things that are not my favorite you know I'm asking the Lord to help me to get through those and I find that I sail through them a lot easier than if I'm fussing and stopping you know every few minutes talking about how terrible this is and how I don't want to do it and you know when we practice BCU fam being content and being thankful uh, the Lord will make things a lot easier on us and Um, He is good at that, BCU fam. He wants us to honor him in everything. The scriptures remind us that in all things, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18 reminds us to give thanks for this is the will of God concerning us. So we want to practice being more intentional, more content, more thankful, and making sure that we are enjoying every moment of what God has down here for us. Now, let me say this. I do realize, BCU fam, that there are moments and times where there's extreme stress Uh, extreme sadness, where there is grief, where there is pain. And certainly I can completely understand. And moreover, God understands that it's a little bit more difficult for us to enjoy those moments, right? There's certainly not. So with that, that's where we lean into the Lord in prayer all the more. That's where in those times where we are overwhelmed, we take that to Jesus and he will help us through it. Moment by moment, he will help us through it. Ask me how I know. It's because he's done it for me. So um, at any point in time, BCU fam, where we feel like we are overwhelmed with anything, let's ask the Lord to help us through it. And when we when we pray that prayer, we want to pray it in faith, knowing that God is able, and you will be surprised at how he comes in supernaturally and helps us through what it is that we are struggling with at the time. Let's pray. Eternal God and awesome savior, as we come before you today, Lord, we want to thank you so much for the time that we have here on this earth. And we bless you for it, Lord. And we just, we honor you and we glorify you. Lord, as we are going through our days, thank you for blessing us to be intentional, Lord, not to complain as much as we're doing, Lord, not to complain at all, but rather to give you praise, glory, and honor. And when we find ourselves, Lord, in a place where we are overwhelmed, where we are overcharged, where we feel like there is no way out, or where we want to start to complain, help us to go to you in prayer wherever we are and help us to what it is that we need to, and to still give your name, praise, glory, and honor, so that people will see, Lord, that we are who we say we are in you, and that they will be inspired to ask, what must I do to be saved, that they'll want to know uh, this good Jesus, and that we'll be blessed in the process. So we thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts and minds today. We thank you for helping us to apply this word. It's in Jesus' name that we glorify and magnify up and we count it done let every heart say amen all right bcu fam so we are going to do better with god's grace and that includes me as well and i am curious to know what your thoughts were on our conversation today so uh, if you're not already on the blendcouragesyou.com site please make your way there head down to the conversation board and let's continue our conversation all right, BCU fam, it is time for me to go ahead and sign off. Once again, this is Blend from blendcouragesyou.com here. Thank you all so much for listening today and for your prayerful support. And as always, until the next time we are together, may our God bless you, keep you, make His face to shine upon you, and give you all peace as you stay on the wall.